Good afternoon, or good morning, listeners. Welcome to the Power of Reading podcast. The Power of Reading podcast is all about how where we live impacts our access to edu- education and books. We are the third graders at Asbury Elementary in Denver, Colorado. Hello, I'm Sadie, and I'm going to be, and I'm going to tell you about Afghanistan and the challenges they face accessing books and education. So get ready, we're going on a trip around the world. Hey, thanks for joining. I'm Penny. Today you're going to hear me tell you some challenges people face in Indonesia getting books and education. Good day, mates. I'm EJ, and I'll be speaking about Australia and the challenges the kids and adults face accessing books. Good afternoon. My name is Vinny, and I'm going to tell you some challenges people face in Thailand accessing books and education. Hello, listeners. My name is Abel, and I'm going to tell you some challenges people face in Iraq accessing books and education. Um, would you say books when a war is happening? No, I wouldn't because my life is on the line or books on the, are on the line. So I would flee, go to a different state or country and buy new books, Mr. Um, Abel. Same. If my life is on the line, then no. I'm going to have to pick my life. I don't want to die. Um, same. But, Mr. EJ, I kind of disagree with going to a different country or state because you could just stay in your home for a little or go to a different place to find books. What do you what do you think, Mr. Vinny? I would try to save the books, but I would not say I would just mostly go to a different state or country. Okay. In Boston, Iraq, a war comes and will destroy all the books in the library. Aliyah the librarian tries to get the government to help save the books, but he said no. So Aliyah asks Ask her friends and neighbors to help move all the books to a friend's house. Then nine days later, a fire brings down the library into the ground. But the books are safe in Aaliyah's home. Um, hey, Vinny, what is the most challenging thing in Thailand with books? Well, how would you feel if you had to wait weeks to get books? I would feel horrible. I wouldn't like it because I just want a book. Same. Like, why have to wait for a long, a long time just for a book? I would hate it. Oh, yeah. Well, some people, well, in Thailand, some people live in remote villages, but they still get delivered books, but they have to avoid predators. They have to avoid what now? Wow. That was, must be scary. <laughs> Well, you want to know how they overcome it, right? Yes. yes. Well, people on elephants bring books to remote villages, but they have to go through jungles to get to the villages. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, comment lead me. Okay, EJ. Good. I'm EJ again. <laughs> Before we begin, please turn your phones on airplane mode or off because I'm about to take you on an airplane to the south of Australia. Imagine if you had to go outside to a truck and get books. What if it was like raining? I would just go out there and get like rain off myself. And like maybe I would ruin the book or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with Penny. And if it was raining, I'd get soaking, and I wouldn't like it. Also, if it was snowing or it was really cold, then, ooh. Yeah. Penny? What are your thoughts on this? Oh, well, I would not like that too much. Well, I will feel kind of like not that mad at it, not that mad, because they're just books. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, in Australia, people live in remote or rural villages and have to wait possibly weeks or maybe months oh, to get on, books. Hold on. Did you say months? I said months. Okay. Um, you have to wait a month, like months, to get like books. That that just feels. It's like a long time. Yeah. 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 Just for a little book, uh-huh. you have to wait weeks or months. What does remote mean? Remote means uh, a less populated place. So I'm getting the feeling that remote and rural mean the same thing? Yep, they're synonyms of each other. Well, in spite of this challenge, Travis and 74 other librarians drive trucks to a lot of kids who live in remote or, or rural villages. Oh, well, <laughs> well, that's uh, good that they're still getting books, right? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Well, I guess some other info that you might want to know is, um, okay, well, the truck is a computer. Literally, it has so much electronics, computers, toilets, batteries, maybe car batteries. Well, who knows? I guess that's all I have for you today. Next up, you'll be learning about Indonesia and the challenges they face accessing books and education. Take it away, Miss Penny. What if you had to use floating libraries and book bikes to get to get your to get books? That would be horrible because with the lakes or the ocean frozen. Yeah. Um. Do you have any thoughts? Any? Don't. I don't have any thoughts about that one. Well, I would like. Do you have to wait all winter to get books? I mean, that sounds correct if the lake is or ocean or lake is frozen i don't know um but would you like to know the challenges yes yes please there are many islands in indonesia and only seven libraries in indonesia what what so like so basically many islands that they have to go to uh, but do you want to hear how they overcome it yes but love people start going to book book bikes because it's the most economical way in Indonesia. What does economical mean? Economical means cheap. So oh, less expensive. That makes a lot more sense. And when, and when the and when the, when the boat first began bringing books to, villi- to villages along the river of Kenya, it had to stay until pe- uh, people finished reading their books. That took too much time, so librarians decided to leave behind containers. That's a great idea. Also, also uh, in the monsoon season, there's books in uh, are on small boats. The books can be easily damaged, and in some there's bicycle library makes it runs every day. Also, in Indonesia, Indonesia is a remote place. I hope you liked it. On to Miss Sadie.
Imagine how would you feel if you couldn't go to school because of your gender. Uh, that, <gasps> what? 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 Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like, why, wait, why do they do that? I feel like girls are equally the same as guys. Same message. Yeah. I will feel really, really bad for girls because I'm a boy, so I'm allowed to go to school mm-hmm. and go outside. Mr. Vinny, what are your thoughts on all this nonsense? If I couldn't go to school because I was a girl, I wouldn't even know any basic math facts. Because the... Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Mr. EJ? Well, I don't really have any thoughts on this question, but I would just in general hate not going to school because I love school most of the time. Actually, I love school some of the time, but I still would want to go to school if I was a girl. And do you know that a challenge in Afghanistan is a Taliban forbid girls to go to school and even out of the house? Who are the Taliban? Good question, Mr. EJ. The Taliban are the like a group of people that take over cities like for example afghanistan and they say and they say that women are just good for housework it's really bad but do you want to know how they overcome this challenge to fix this problem, Nasreen's grandmother found a secret school for Nasreen to attend. And you're probably like, who's Nasreen? You read my mind. Well, so who she is, is she's the main character of a book called Nasreen's Secret School. She lives in Afghanistan. And, well, on that note, you want to know some more things about Nasreen's Secret School? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some other things that happened in Nasreen's secret school is the Taliban took Nasreen's dad away. What? Yeah. And um, when her mom went in to go find him, she never came back. Dun, dun, dun. Very, very, very sad. I know. Also, boys would distract the Taliban so they would not see them. So when the Taliban were near Nasreen's secret school... Well, the the. <laughs> well, that's very nice thing, boys. I think. Me yeah, too. Same. Yeah. Well, I hope you learned a lot about these five countries. I think we can all agree we had a lot of fun making this podcast. But before I go on to someone else, I see a connection between Australia and Thailand. They both wait for a long time to get books. I feel really lucky and happy that I have an education in books and that I have a school to go to. Well, now that I know the challenges people face in Iraq and Afghanistan, Australia suddenly does not seem so bad because they don't have a war. They all, everyone in Australia can go to school. I'm really glad that I live in Denver, Colorado, where there's, where there's so much access to books and education everywhere. I think we are just lucky because we do not have to face the same challenges that other people face in other countries. I feel really, I feel really happy because I was not born in Iraq because people have really hard challenges, um, challenges, and because the war, war, war is coming to destroy Iraq and people will die. 
Well, that's all we've got for you in the Power of Reading podcast. Thanks for tuning in to all of the series of episodes on the Power of Reading podcast. If you didn't listen to all 10 episodes, go back and listen. You don't want to miss anything. If you want more information, Google asburyprotopage.com. Not uh, just Asbury Proto Page, actually, and go to the third grade tab to find the Power of Reading pod website we created. Make sure you subscribe to the Power of Reading podcast. Give us a like and share with all your friends. Have you ever thought that where you live impacts your access to books and education? Remember the impact. Information moves people across countries together. I M P A C T. Impact.